Blog Talk Radio. We got to go. 
to the Truth to Power show. I'm Beverly, and we have with us tonight, we have Myron Rice. For those of you that's been here for a while, you know who Myron Rice is. And for those of you that's just joining, uh, you will know who Myron Rice is. Greetings, Myron. How are you doing this evening? Uh, Fine. Can you hear me? Good? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you good. Okay, I, I just got this Google uh, Google Voice talking on it, and I just lo- installed okay. it an hour ago. So, um, okay, I'm here. <laughs> and thank you, and, uh, thank you. So, oh yes, Any, we need this start. Now. Go ahead. Now I'm just saying right, that you know all the changes that's going on here with the money and the banks and the government. 
And so, you know, what you are telling us is what we need so we won't get in a panic and get lost so we know just what where we at and what to do. I don't know. Every time I give advice, they become more lost. <laughs> you, you have you have to understand, people. I, I'm here to point you to the water. I, I can't make you swim. I can't swim for you. I point you to the law. The law. If you can't read the law and know what it says, with a dictionary sitting next to you, Black Law Dictionary or Bouvier, not Webster's. Uh, if you can't read the law and look at any words that you don't understand in those dictionaries, um, all I can say is keep paying the debt. Quit trying to be something. Apparently, you haven't become educated enough. I'm not saying you can't, you won't get there like anything else. You know, we started from kindergarten and got to 12th grade. Some of y'all trying to come in 12th grade. No, it don't work that way. Your mind isn't set up that way. You have public education, which shows you how to be a better slave. And as long as you have that slave mentality, there's some things your mind just don't want to accept. And there's nothing I can do to make you accept. So you have to decide by looking at the rules yourself. You know, you look at the law and read the law. And that helps you to, it should get you to the right, down the right path. But I can't tell you what the law means. You have to read it and understand it for yourself because each person is going to be different. And people want me to do all the work for them. No, I don't, I, I don't play that. And um, folks start a system with someone else and it didn't work. And then they come over to me like I'm supposed to fix what they started. Oh, I don't play that either. I yeah. don't play that. And I have I have a group of points. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying it's you might have to read it ten times, but you just keep reading it till you comprehend it. Eventually you know, when you get to reading them laws, especially when you first read them, they look like jibble jab and you think it and mean one thing, but if you keep on you'll get it. It'll click eventually. Some people it click faster than others. Yes, and and I, I I've been told I'm not an easy instructor. <laughs> I got 14 people. Oh no! Who, uh, oh no! Oh no! We had we had 25, and you know I cut them short. I, I cut people short. Believe it or not, I'm sorry. And you come back in another six months or something. Maybe then you'll know what you're talking about. Because the people come with me with 50 questions, and I'm like, well, did they read the law? I shouldn't have that many questions if you read the law or the code. You, you Sometimes like, we use you, you wanted them professor. Uh, you wanted them professors in college that you'd be like, "Oh Lord, I got to go take his class." But you'd be hard on the people. But you learn in that class, though. You, it's not. You don't make it easy. It's yeah. not really and I hard. Went to, it's, it's hard if you don't want to do the studies. You don't want to put the work in. Oh, yes. Yes. And I had those professors. I have an electrical electronic engineering degree. And, oh, man, I had teachers who thought 
they they were actually there when the transistor was created. They created the Eaton Electronic Corporation created the transistor, and I had one of the teachers. Oh my gosh! So I, I know what I know what it is to be like someone like myself, but I learned. I learned from yeah. him, and it was great. Eventually, I passed his class. I had to. So we just have to do our due diligence, people. Don't be thinking that, oh, we're going to always find an answer out there. No, 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 no. Don't work that way. If it worked that way, then everybody would be saved and go to heaven. But there's a Bible there that you still got to read and study. You just don't pick it up and automatically think you're going to get up to the pearly gates. It don't work that way. We're the same here. Well, what I'm going to do tonight, unless you have something else you want to talk about before I start my no, subject matter, Beverly? No, 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 you got the floor. Okay. My subject matter is my own personal experience, not something I've read about or even know anyone who's ever done it. But this is what I've done since 2010, and it has worked for me. And it's about not paying no taxes. I never get stuff from the IRS to pay taxes. We are supposed to be exempt from taxes if you follow some of the laws. And I hope you all out there better have a pencil and paper so you can write things down and investigate them. Or if you have a computer, you can open up the file and download it, cut and paste it at another time. But everything starts in 1871, Act of 1871, when all the governments decided that they wanted to take money from the American people. They wanted money from the American people. The Constitution does not allow anyone to make money from the people. So they separate themselves the Act of 1871, and became corporations. Now, we all know corporations. I'll be talking a lot about McDonald's and how they've been clowning you and Burger King, and you know, these all corporations. There is no government. The only government is not here. It's the uh, UPU in Bern, Switzerland, United Postal Union, it's the only government. Everyone else is a corporation. And we all become members of the corporation when we are born. If it has the word of in there, state of Michigan, state of Ohio, the of makes it a corporation. It has an EIN number that it operates under. It also has a Dunn's number, Dunn and Bradstreet, where it is putting their stock in the um, Security Exchange Commission. So items that they get from you, they're putting it into the security, they're making money off of you, and they're not giving you a penny of what they're making. They still got you paying out. But we are not supposed to pay taxes because we are the lenders to these corporations. These banks are corporations. Matter of fact, the bank are all had to file for bankruptcy 
and they, under the Department of Justice, go into Chapter 11 guidelines, and they will show you that all the banks had to close down their accounts, whatever name they had, and change and open up new accounts when they get bankrupt and call, and they were now considered the accounts were called debtors in possession. They are debtors in possession. We must understand who they are and what are they possessing. Well, there's three items that every deposit that these banks get, they have to set up three these three things, and if you go into that that uh, uh, Department of Justice and look under that guidelines, Chapter 11 guidelines, it, they have to have, number one, an FDIC to protect the account. So if the bank folds or fails, then your money doesn't disappear. Number two, they have to deal with uh, Treasury securities. So everything has to be treasury securities. Federal Reserve notes, all that stuff comes from the treasury. Number three, every entity has to have a surety bond. What is an entity? You and I are entities. And we have to have, they have to have a surety bond from us. What is the surety bond? The SSN the birth certificate. They have to have these bonds because that's what they're drawing off of our um, birth certificates and funds that's kept at the Treasury. This is how they draw money out. You need to look at Publication 1212. We were talking about that earlier, Beverly and I. Publication 1212. This is the IRS telling the banks what to do. And specifically, I'm talking about page seven, where it's got a section called nominees. They are nominees. And it states that you, and remember this publication don't come to your door, but it goes to their door, are in possession of a debt instrument, 1099 OID with your TIN, their tax identification number. So in other words, they have to do an acquisition. Whatever you sign a contract with them for, for a car, house, credit card, they have to draw the money out first. That's the first thing they're going to have to do is draw the money out for wherever the loan is. And they get a 1099 OID. Now, you didn't get one, but they got one. And there's supposed to be copies in there where you should have got it, but if you did, then they know you would know what they're doing. And then after they let you know that they borrowed the money from you, because it states that you have your, it has your TIN number on the 1099 OID and someone else's funds. So publication again, publication 1212, 12, page 7, there's a, a column, you read the middle column, but there's a, a section that says nominees. So you got to understand what they have to do. And then they're going to, there's a little gap there, there's a paragraph and it says, you are to file another 1099 OID to each owner. 
Well, the, the question is, why is it none of us ever got a 1099 OID? You know, maybe someone out there has, and we, when I say means, I'm going to give you all time to question and give me any questions. But if you haven't got a 1099, understand it says it goes to each owner. So my question to you is when you sign the contract and you say, I will pay you this amount every month, does that sound like you were an owner or a debtor? You were a debtor. So you don't get a 1099 OID unless you let them know, I am an owner. The office of the owner is vacant because no one has stepped up to the plate. You know, you you need to be what I call the H H N I C head national in charge. You know, someone's put another word for N. But you wanna be the national. A head national in charge. Okay, well, right there, I just wanna this is a summary of, of what I'm trying to go with, but is there any questions? Because I don't want this to be just me and one side of conversation. Uh, you know, there may be a few questions, so we don't let it break. I'll talk 10 minutes, and then I'll let you all talk something. Any questions Okay, the there, call, call in number is 323-642-1586, and push the number one if you have a question or a comment. Now, this is uh, tax season here, and with, when people are filing their taxes, so what's the difference in filing them with wages and labor? What's the difference? Oh, okay. The wages is defined as being a gross or capital gain. That means it's a profit. It's a profit. Matter of fact, if you look at your tax statement, the 1040 that most people are filing, box one says what? Wages, tips and other compensation. Well, wait a minute. Wages and tips. Well, we know a tip. We give tips out to ladies uh, at the restaurants, you know. Um, that's that's a profit. That's a profit that they receive. Now, wages is in the same box. You know the old saying? If it quacks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, then it must be a duck. So, therefore, wages is defined as a duck, as a tip. It is not a tip. Most of us Punch the clock. We did blood, sweat, and tears. That's called labor. You don't tax labor. You've already put your time in for labor. You're not supposed to be taxed. So there, there are forms out there that the IRS have to change it. They call it, instead of writing the labor, they call it federal income withheld. Federal income withheld. You see that all on your pay stuff, that's money that you gifted to the federal government so they could use it and make their bombs and airplanes and cars, whatever they need to make. We gave them money for them to do it. So at the end of the year, we could claim it and get it all back because we gifted to the government, federal income withheld. Well, there's a form called a W-2-C. And it is W-2, the W-2 you get 
that says wages, this is a converter. It, co- it corrects it. It corrects the W-2, but nobody knows about it. Most times when you take ask your, and you're supposed to get it from your employer. Employer is supposed to give it to you, but you must ask for it. If you get the form itself, go get the form W-2C and go down to the employer section. It's got section for employers. There's an 800 number that the employer must call to get the specific instructions on how to fill out this form. So if they don't do that, because they're going to say, we don't know about it because you went to public school education and you was told that you always supposed to pay taxes. Well, no. Everything came from you in the first place. You were the lender. Remember, publication 1212. They received, as a receipt, a 1099 OID. For, for some 1099A, they filled out acquisition. They acquired the money from your treasury account. We all have an account at the treasury. And they get the funds from that account. So you want your employer who does the same thing for your salary. That's why he asked for your uh, Social Security number and all this other stuff, information, so he could get money from your estate to pay you. In other words, you're paying yourself to work. You don't even know it. And if he doesn't give you that W-2, he would have to pay taxes. The employer would have to pay taxes because he took the money out of your estate. He who would draw the money must pay the taxes. So he gives it over to you. So it's up to you to correct that W-2. Otherwise, you will be paying taxes if you don't use it. If you do file it, then the gross, listen to me carefully, the gross that you have on that W-2 will be refunded to you. Not the net, the gross. So, you have and, to and for people it. who don't for people who don't know the difference between the net and the gross. Well, what is the gross total amount? Yes, that's the total amount without any taxes taken out. That's the total amount. And after the deductions, see people take deductions. After the growth, deductions are, come, are taken out of them, and then there's a net. And the net you pay taxes on, you know. So we have to do what, like businesses, their expenses come out first, and they get their net to be real low so they don't pay much taxes. And then usually when they're down at the net, they give it to some kind of nonprofit that maybe they work for. So they're getting paid for working for a nonprofit. That's what Bill Gates and all of them other folks be doing. So hopefully that'll help you understand. Now, through the year, through the year, there's a form. And you won't find a form with the IRS because it's a voluntary form. But you have to type it in under Google. And you should be able to get the form and download it, fill it out, and give it to your employer. It's called a W-2. 
dash four T. W dash four T. If you don't put the dash in, the form would not come up. They don't want you to have this form because you have just terminated what you volunteered for them to take out of your salary. You volunteered with the W-4 for them to take out for the state, the county, the Social Security, you know, all of it, federal, all of that you volunteered. The W-4T terminates the volunteering. I'm not volunteering, nothing, no more. So what's happening now? Your check every biweekly, annually, I mean, not annually, but biweekly, or weekly, whatever, monthly, whatever you get paid, would be increased by all those deductions that were being taken out before you told them about the W-4T. I want to terminate it. Don't take nothing out of my check. Oh, and guess what? They're saying, hey, there's some, uh, they're taking um, child support out of my check, man. They're, check, they're, they're garnishing me for not paying taxes. That W-4T no, no one can do anything on your salary without your permission. So the W-4T is terminating all of that. Well, you have somebody you know you is trying. You have. <clears throat> Go ahead. Excuse me. Uh, you have some people that say, "Okay, if they don't take my taxes out, I do the the W-4T." then that means I'll be responsible for the taxes at the end of the year. Well, if those people must have been here when I talked about what to do at the end of the year with the W-2, they must have get take out those earplugs, folks. I told you what to do at the end of the year so you get the gross back. So you make more money through the year, and you will wind up getting your gross at the end of the year. I have had people call me, thank you, Mr. Rice. I got my gross. I just want to thank you. I'm like, okay, where's my donation? That's all I care. But, yeah, if they don't take it out, that's what they always told you. Oh, you you don't want you going to have to take out a lot of money. And that is true, unless you correct the W-2. W-2C corrects it. Talk to your tax person and educate them. They don't know. You have to educate them. The W-4, the W-4T goes to your human resource. You're telling them, you know, whatever, whoever you sign your documentation when you came into the company, that's what you're saying. Stop taking my money out. I'm, I'm retired, but I don't know, I guess for years and years. They've never taken any federal money out of my check. None. Now, of course, I don't pay taxes, so I don't worry about that at the end of the year So, because I don't file taxes. I'll let you know about that in a minute. But, you know, if I was, I know what to file now, what form I have to give them, uh, ask for, for my employer. You need to call the 800 number and let the IRS tell you how to give me this form. W-2C. Okay, so that's no excuse. Oh, they're going to take money. No, they can't. Not if you file a right form. 
Now, if you be tax worthy, it might pretty soon, you won't need a tax person because you're going to always get 100% of your money back. Just make sure you get the right form back from your employer that you can fill out because there's only one line, one line on the 1040 and 1041 that says what? Federal income withheld from the W-2 and 1099. One line. On all the on those two tax forms, there's one line that says that. And that's the line that's after payment. So that means you're gonna get paid. And next to payment is refund. Just let you know. There are no deductions between payment and refund. So you're just telling them, but you got you have to look. You you people you know, you're going to have to get your head up and understand this hokey-dokey they've been doing to us for hundreds of years. Especially black folks, we, you know, we didn't, we didn't agree to the 14th Amendment. If they did, they they probably were signing with an X. They didn't even know how to sign their name. They know what they were doing. But you have no excuses nowadays. You have no excuses. If you don't want to do it, fine. Fine, but don't be crying to folks about it. Oh, I can't pay my car. No, I can't pay my insurance. I can't pay. That that's your problem. That is because you are not utilizing how to get more money in your weekly, biweekly, monthly check. Because you're telling them to stop taking any of them deductions out. We had a guy in our group. I think he said he had four hundred. Was it four hundred and sixty-two dollars and some odd cents? Isn't that what what it was, Beverly? Um, you there, Beverly? Oh no, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, you remember? Um, oh wow, what's his name in a group that did that and had a four hundred and sixty-two dollar increase in his in his paycheck a month. Because oh, yes, yes, I remember. Right, Omar, right. Was it? Uh, yeah. Omar, Omar, yeah, Omar. Omar. That was Omar. Yeah, Omar. Yeah. Omar. Yeah, he showed us the before and after. So we're not talking about things that don't exist. Are there any questions now? I'm going to talk another 10 minutes. Any more questions? <laughs> they listening. You had a full attention here. Uh no hands is raised now. And nobody. Uh, go ahead. No. Uh, um, now some people are are thinking that okay, if you you saying you're getting out the government, now where's you going? You know they and it's and that's not what you're saying, is it? I mean they thinking that if we resign from the government. Uh, you know how we gonna take care of ourselves? What we gonna do? But th- that's not what you're saying, is it? No. Again, I resigned from the corporation. Okay, we, we you ain't resigning from a government. Remember, there is no government. There's no government. They're all corporation. If I don't like McDonald's, I quit McDonald's. But if McDonald's had any 
benefits that I had, Social Security or or any kind of benefits, I am still the beneficiary of the estate. You are part of an estate. Your name, my aunt just died. All of a sudden, it's Gloria McKinney Estate. Every time someone dies, you know they throw that word estate. Well, wait a minute. If the definition of an infant is a decedent of an estate when you are an infant, and they throw that word estate when you die, then, then obviously you had an estate through your whole life, and you didn't exercise it. So that is the definition of infant, a decedent of a state, a grantor of a trust. And uh, um, and when you die, that word estate is put on your name, at the end of your name. Now, why aren't you walking that estate? Why aren't you under the estate? Because the state has money. It has money in Michigan. And because I'm, I'm from Michigan, I'm just going to give Michigan law. Write it down, MCL 333-2892, MCL 333.2892. And this is what the, the treasurer is going to open up an account for you. The state treasurer is going to open up an account for you when you're born in Michigan. And if there's money, and remember, when we were born under the Social Security Act of 1935, Title Five, Section 501, 502, the Department of Commerce gives each state, once they bring in a plan, meaning they took a census of how many people in that state, they give it to the, the, uh, the Department of Commerce, they give each newborn person $1.8 million and $1 million every year you are breathing. So they need to take a census because some people left the state, some people moved into, into that state. So they have to take a census. It's not like they're trying to find you so they can throw you in jail. Fill out those census so you can get your money, get some money put on under your name. $1 million a year. Now, how many of you call the state treasurer and tell the state treasurer, I need a car? Here is an invoice for $35,000. Could you please send me a voucher so I could go to the dealership and get this car? Because you, you, you collect a million dollars every year from me. I never asked you for it. Here's a house, $300,000 house. Here's an estimate from this mortgage company. I need a house. It's an essential need. They call it essential goods. Send me an invoice so I can purchase it. You get a million dollars every single year. I'm 65, so that wasn't. They never invested it in the market. I should at least have 65 million dollars. Don't you think that should pay for a 35 thousand dollar car and a 250 thousand or 300 thousand dollar house? Excuse me. I'm here to tell you, you have resources that you don't, you haven't used. You haven't used, and believe me. 
They're not going to tell you about it. But there's other races that knows about it. That's why their children go to school, to their private school, after public school, wearing the beanie caps on their heads. Arabs got the drapes on the front of their face. These people go to financial school after public school. Whether our black children want to play games, basketball, football, hockey, you know, things that get them hurt. They can't stay in that. They can't retire from that. Because there's strong, stronger men and ladies coming after you. So you, your, your lifespan in those careers are probably 10 years at the most. I don't even think it's that long. But the point is, they're learning it. You don't see them crying bankruptcy. You don't, you think they care who the president is and vice president? No, because they got the money. Their business get passed down to their children. Now you see their children working in the gas stations and stores. Here we have stores, liquor stores. They own all the liquor stores, gas stations. The Orientals have nail salons. You know, you women go and have your nails done when you know you got a cousin that does nails. But you want to go to these Orientals and have them do it. You got family members that do hair, but, you know, you go to them other people. But the point being here is that I'm not trying to let you know. You start doing some of the things. You start increasing your check through the year and getting all of your income at the end of the year, after a few years of doing that, you you could retire. Personally, you could retire. I have other things that you can do as well. But let me get to the point here that I resigned in 2014 from the state of Michigan as an agent. We are all agents. Michigan called resident agent, most states call uh, registered agents. When you get your driver's license, you gave them a name and an address. You became an agent for your corporation. Michigan law, MCL 450.124, hold a minute. One, two. It'll come back to me because I, I know to resign is one, two, four, three. That's when you quit. Oh, one, two, four, one. MCL 450.1241. And when I resigned, MCL 450.1243. Now you can look them up. In your state, believe me, if Michigan have it, it's in your state. Maybe not under the same numbers, but read the language and type it in under your, excuse me, under your codes. Read the language of what we have in Michigan. Now, now Myron, a lot of people yes. think that you saying that you're resigning from the state of Michigan. So right there, people are saying, wait a minute. You're resigning from the government, and and all my and you know the government is giving me privileges, 
and, you know, to drive and privilege for this and privilege for that. And But you're saying you're resigning and you're resigning from the government. This is where they're getting confused at. Yeah, and, and you know That's what the real confusion is? It's not a is? government. Uh-huh. They're not a government. They're a corporation. And guess what? They're unconstitutional. They are all unconstitutional. The Constitution says, you know, what? what is it? Um, whatever freedom, um, the rights uh, that I want, what is that term, those three words? The When you get benefits, rights, and whatever. Um we have, under the Constitution, we have rights. Under the corporations, you get benefits. Benefits is not the same as a right. Benefits is something they give you. They're not giving me nothing. This is my right to travel. Article of Confederation, Section 4. I have the right to travel from one state to another. Michigan has a law saying I can go from one place to another without a certificate of title. MCL 257.216, number B, MCL 257.216. I have, I have the right to go from one place to another place on a highway Without, let me see if I can, I will read the code itself, per se. Uh, okay. MCL 257.216. Vehicle subject to registration and certificates of title provision exceptions. So everybody else requires registration and certificate of title. But it says exception, and go to number B, a vehicle that is driven or moved on a street or highway only for the purpose of crossing that street or highway from one property to another. Let me read it one more time. Number B, a vehicle that is driven or moved on a street or highway only for the purpose of crossing that street or highway from one property to another. Now, isn't that, dude, when I, when, isn't that what we're doing when I'm leaving my house and going over my mama's house? I'm, I'm, I'm going across the highway. And it says, I don't need a certificate of title. Well, if I don't have a certificate of title for my vehicle, then how do I get insurance? How do I get um, tags. How, how do I get anything if I don't have a certificate of title? But it, it says here I don't need one. If that's all I'm doing, going from one location to another location. Looking again, Michigan Law MCL 257.216 and go to number B. And believe me, these are these these rules are hidden, but I, I don't know. God God just pointed it out to me and it, it just slapped me in the face. I'm like, oh, okay, I can use this. I surrendered my driver's license in 2014. I, well, I need a driver's license for a license means I need permission. You don't your dog have a license on around his neck? 
You have to put a license on your dog. You, it means you need permission to have that dog to carry a gun. You don't need a license to carry a gun. Not really. It's it's an amendment. It is a law that you do you can have a gun without having a license. But we got that public school education. They gonna come after you and put you in jail and oh my gosh. And we're gonna talk about how you can get out of jail free too. Neon has a, a Eon E E O N has a YouTube get out of jail free. You need to go and listen to it. You, and you, also, I surrender. You also, know, I surrender. I posted a couple of the, uh, uh, videos. Uh, the people that's listening, you could go on page, and I did post a couple of Eon uh, videos. Okay. Yeah, oh, he yeah. got another mm-hmm. one. He came out with. Yeah, he came out with another one yesterday. Uh, how to create a bond, a bond on your body for scratch for the scratch. That means if you have a bond on you, like I got one on my car, but if you have a bond on you, the court can't touch you. They can't bother you if you have a bond on yourself. And we are able to create a bond under the Presidential Proclamation 2039, March the 6th of 1933. And this is being recorded, so sometimes you may want to get this recording. Uh, President um, Roosevelt made all of us a bank, a banking institution. So when I resigned as a U.S. citizen, because that's where I was when I was working for the state, I want to be, well, why don't I be a bank? Why don't, why, don't I operate, why, why don't I operate under the estate as a beneficiary? So you don't lose your benefits because you quit. Come on, folks. You do not lose your benefits because you quit. Only thing you might lose is your mind because they don't have to come after you no more. When you resign, you're resigning from the all-cap name and the Social Security number that's associated with it. I haven't used my Social Security since 2010. I have an EIN number. I created a living estate because I'm a living man. So I created a living estate with EIN. That's how I operate my bank account. Everything is under the EIN. And I have nothing under the social. I went to the bank and said, take everything out of the social and transfer it to the EIN. And believe it or not, three months later, the bank sent me a letter. Mr. Rice, someone was calling to garnish you. They contacted Garnish Your Savings Account. However, we told them that we don't have that social. So do you want any money from your business account? Ha ha. They just want to let me know. Someone's out there trying to mess with my stuff, but they didn't get it. The bank told them, I'm sorry, we don't have that social security number in this bank account at this bank. Now, you you do have to give your social if you're depositing money or withdrawing money. But that's not part of the account. The account has an EIN number, and they can't give any idea. You'd be surprised. The banks won't give you, tell you who 
your beneficiary, if someone died, they won't tell you nothing. You don't get nothing from the bank. So quitting and then taking everything out of my name, out of my Social Security. Now, I do have an all-cap name, but it has an EIN number on it. I'm going to try to tell you how to operate. It has an EIN. But I guess from since 2010 to present day, I've not had one penny taken out of my account for taxes. Not one penny taken out of my account for taxes. I quit. I remember I did about four years ago. I got letters from the IRS, and now I got a stamp made. Matter of fact, let me look at the stamp. It says um, on the stamp, uh, I can't even really read it. Oh, refused slash rejected for cause. Person resigned as agent, and I put Michigan law, and then I put the date, and public notice affidavit was given to me by the Detroit Legal News. I publicized it in the newspaper that I resigned, and they send you an affidavit after it's been there for a couple of weeks. Nobody protested it. And that and that's one of the that's one of the main keys right there is to uh publicize it, isn't it? Yes. You're giving public notice. And it doesn't mean folks, oh, I gotta go down to register D. No, you do not. Mm-mm. Oh, I gotta go to the state the state. No, you do not. Put it in, in the power of the press, the newspaper. And I use another one called postal power. What's postal power? That's when I register it back to me using the registration number, send it through the post office, and they're sending it back to me. So now I got a registered document. I did the birth certificate, the birth record, all those other paperwork. They're registered. I'm in a higher class than the people who gave it to me in the first place. By registering, you put yourself in a priority position. You must perfect these things by registering them. Put them in the newspaper. There's a a universal law, UCC 9-303. And someone may want to open that up, UCC 9-303. And read it, what it says. Perfect it. Perfection. Prioritizing it. A certificate of title. Well, what's a certificate? Your birth certificate. Your birth record. Your driver's license. Your social security. If you were to copy the front and back on bonded paper, now it becomes a certificate of title. You can endorse the back of it. Pay to the holder, not the pay to the um, order. What not um, order? Pay to the order. order. Not, yeah, not pay to order. No, pay to the holder. You can't put a you can't put a price on those bonds. 
You, you can't put a price on those bonds. I'm going to call. Yeah, hold on. If you if you have any questions, um, you can call in to 323-642-1586 and push the number one. Um, the, um, Mr. Rice can answer your questions or yeah, explain call. something to you. Um, so, um, no, I'll call you back because I'm going to call. I can't. Mr. Rice on the phone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mr. Rice, I yeah, got a question ahead. from the chat room. Uh, this person say that they that they are uh, self-employed, and so what do they do? Uh, you know, with their account? you already got it. Yeah, you already got an EIN number, and just be self-sufficient. Now, being self-employed and you getting money from other folks, yeah, there's taxes you pay on there. However, if I uh, self-called sole proprietary, and I buy gas, I buy groceries, you know, I pay a light bill, I pay a gas bill, those are your expenses. So you subtract that from whatever the gross you made through the year, and you probably don't have enough to be worried about paying taxes on. So you but, already uh, started out good. They- you got- can't they do a uh, 1099 OID on their whole bank account on everything that they did with their yes. bank account for that whole year and get all of their money yeah. back? You could get the OID. You're supposed to from the bank. You show them with your EIN number and you got a business and whatever that you are an owner. As long as you show them your owner, because they say each owner is supposed to get a 1099, each owner. But you sign as a debtor, so you have to change your status. Now, if you give them a 1099, hey, say again? This person is an owner. This person is an owner because they own their own business. Yeah, but not at the bank. They borrow money, they deposit okay. money to bank. Somehow when they signed it, when they first opened up the account, they didn't open it up as an owner. That's the bank. What Look about at publication the EIN? 1212. Huh? Okay. What about that? They, they, they got the account. The e, they opened up the account in the e, in their EIN number. Not okay. Well, then, if you, Again, if you feel you are only then request the 1099. Did you ever ask them for the 1099? Some people didn't never ask. So if you don't ask, then you ain't going to get it. They're not going to volunteer things to you. You are a bank. <laughs> According to them, we are all banks, and they expect us to act like a bank, and it's not their job to teach you a bank. Your mom and daddy gave well, us the- all piggy bank, and they didn't this tell us how to use that piggy sick. bank when they get this person here said that they, that their accountant was afraid that the IRS would audit them if they claimed too much expenses. So their accountant was afraid. The accountant don't even know the law, and they afraid they need to get them an accountant that knows what they do. After the, they, after the accountant, they go to public mm-hmm. school. 
<laughs> you know they did. So then the state okay, they were afraid that they was going to. You, you, I mean, come on. The things we learn, black people learn, is from what our parents. Our parents learned it from their parents. Their parents were slaves. So how the hell you think you got you getting the good information? Fear is now what this they person do. say. Right. This person say they have a business bank account. Okay, they still got an EIN number. Okay. They but apparently it's not telling the bank. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. telling the bank who the owner is. Again, file a 1099A. What does it say on the 1099A? First box says lender. The second box says borrower. You put yourself as the lender and you put them as the borrower. And this, this 1099A, the bad copy goes to the IRS. You keep a copy, the bank get a copy. Now, if the bank don't like that you say you're the lender, then make the bank check the boxes on top of the 1099A where it says void or correct. Let them check the boxes and see what the IRS says. Let them make the correction, not you. You just file the stuff. You just file it. They have a choice. That's why they got two boxes on top of the page. Correct, void. Now, let them say void to the IRS who already knows the money came from your treasury account in the first place. They know, but they know you don't know. But once they find out that you know, then it's like, okay, you can handle your business because you know. And and you're operating out of fear. The majority of the time, they got you all so scared that, you know, yeah. I will, and, and, and what, excuse me, anyone, and please, let me, I'm going to put this out, and maybe someone could tell me any different. But anytime someone come at you, what does what do they have to have to come at you with? Two items they have to have. One is the all-cap name. You get mail, all-cap name. That's a corporation. But two, it's a social security number. Well, if when I resign, I don't use my social. I use my EIN. So exactly what are they going to come after me for? I see debt collectors, 10 years old, 10-year debt call, coming at me. And I'm like, I quit. Why are you bothering me? You better call the Secretary of State. Don't bother me. I quit. If you quit McDonald's and someone come after you because they think you McDonald's, what do you say? I don't work for McDonald's anymore. You better find a manager of McDonald's and talk to them. I refuse, reject it. You're uh, acknowledging me and coming at me. I refuse and reject it for cause. I resigned. This is the law I resigned to and I put it in the newspaper. This is the public notice that I told you all that I resigned at. What? What? I don't understand it. What else is there? All we do is give notice to them. They are corporation corps, short for dead corps. Corporate. They're dead. And you up there sitting here telling me that they have more jurisdiction over you than over as a living man? Dead things have more clout. Over you? Is that what you all trying to tell me on these calls? 
that a dead corporation has more clout over you as a living person, a living man, living woman. If you believe that, then go ahead and live the life you are living. Quick, don't but, call but me and ask me for any. But they do have more power. But they do have more power over you if you are a citizen. If you if you part of that corporation, they do. That's that's just like you working yeah. at a job, working at a corp. But when you resign from that corporation, that's when you cut those ties. But you're not resigning okay. from your benefits. Now this person say right. that they're going to look, they're going to go and look for, look up the 1099A. But don't they also need to look up the 1099C also? Yes, the 1099A is is doing a couple of things. First, is noticing them that you are the lender, so you and that's what you're doing. And you're going in there, and more likely you're stating you check box five because you're telling them that these people who took money out. And, of course, you go to, I would say, go to your credit report. Get a copy of the credit report because it normally tells you when the account was open and the amount it was opened up with. Because you want to do the whole account, not one month payment, not one year payment. The whole amount was taken out of your estate. So that's what you want to be get returned back to you. And when you see it, is you cancel it on, you setting it off on the private side, which becomes tax credit that you could actually use to pay off any bills with, with tax credit, because you got credit. So if something come at you, you can use those tax credit. So if you got, if you have a car for 33000 and you put an A and a C, that's tax credit. So if you get a bill that's less than 33000 you can use that tax credit to pay off the bill. This is what Eon is talking about. You got our YouTube on tax credit. Not too many people talk about what he's talking about. Not too many people are talking about it. But I'm, I'm like, if you have a, a, all these bills and, you know, you need deep, or I should say not need deep, but over your head, with expenses or whatever, then quit. And anytime you get a letter, and if it's got the all-cap name on it, don't even open it up. I just put the stamp on it and say return the sender. I quit. I publicized it in the notice. I gave notice to the newspaper. Leave me alone. What can they say? Nothing. But that's, I'm just saying my experience. I have not, not one penny since 2010 has ever went out for any taxes because I don't file taxes. Now that I know how to get my money back with those, again, the uh, the W-4T and the W-2C, now I can file. I don't have no problem filing now because I know I'm getting it back, which is what you're supposed to do anyway. If something came from your bank account in the first place, why the hell would you pay tax on something that came out of your account? Think about it, people. Everything comes from you. The banks don't have no money. They can't lend borrowers money 
or deposited money. They can't lend you somebody else's money. It came from you. Well, if it came from me, why would I pay taxes on it? Because you volunteered to do that. Everything that they do to you, they must get your permission. They must get your permission. And until you see that in your mind, in your head, I, I don't know what to say. What more is there to say? Are you familiar with uh, the doctrine of discovery? That's that. That's something when you're in their courtroom. I don't go in their courtroom. Why would I go in their courtroom? That's a corporation. That court is a corporation. Do they do they give you any Christmas money funds? Do they give you any sick time? Do you have any leave from that court? Did they give you any time or any money at all? So why the hell am I'm, I'm in that corporation? Why would I go? Because the court is a dry dock ship, a dry dock ship. And who's captain of the ship? Definitely not you. So why would I go there? That's why you may want to go look at and know uh, Eon's new video on how to create a bond. So you can say, hey, I got a bond on me. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. And and just like I was uh, reading about uh, because a couple of parents use the doula to to have their baby delivered, you know, and the doctor reported them to the state, and the state came and took their child. Now, if they had their child, you know, uh, under what, a bond or a UCC, the state couldn't have have touched that child. Not unless they pay the, the, the secure party creditor first. You know, hey, that a daughter or kid, and they're going to school, and they talk about getting them shots. Oh, I better put a UCC one on my child, make it public UCC one, and put about forty, fifty billion dollars on a child. Hey, for fifty billion dollars, you can give them all the shots you want. I don't care. We don't live. We don't. He gonna get a shot, and then I'm taking them out of school, probably out of the country, and go buy me an island. They're not gonna do that. You got to put liens on them, on, on your children. They're your property. They're no different, I'm sorry to say, than a canary, a dog, a cat. They're, they're no different. Your children no different. They are your property. Protect your property like you would your car, your house, and your dogs and cats. Put them in your will. You put them in a will under Schedule A as your asset. You file it and probate. Probate gives you this deposit, certificate of deposit, hey, you good as gone. If the police stop you, excuse me, this car is registered as being private. You only deal with commercial vehicles. I'm not Ubering. I'm not door dashing. I'm not a cab. I'm not doing none of those things. I'm private. you only supposed to stop public. But now I got even one better. You belongs to a corporation. Matter of fact, I believe I was told they have business cards, but I didn't run into a cop later to ask for it. 
When you have a business card, what well, that means he's working for a corporation. You are unconstitutional. You, I'm going to sue you. Because sue a lawsuit is constitutional. A talk is statutory. That means you're under their codes and laws. Their codes and laws is what's taking money out of your pocket. Constitution, they can't get money from anyone. Constitution was not set up as a business. You know, you got a right to free will. I can't think of those three words. Uh, freedom, the pursuit of happiness. What, what goes before pursuit of happiness? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what the Constitution guarantees you. Is this police officer giving, making you happy? No. Well, then he's not constitutional. You can sue them. The Pope Francis has already said, you all corporations have no immunity, none immunities at all. You still can sue them. But in a lawsuit, not a talk, in a lawsuit, you're doing it without ever going to court. Or you can file against their bond. They have bonds. Go, you don't have to even deal with the person. Go and go sue the bond. Say, this person uh, mistreated me. They, they mishandled me. They're bonded. My understanding, if they have three bonds, three complaints against their bond, they will lose their bond. So that means they lose their job. They got to have bonds. But you'd be surprised how many people out there don't have bonds. A lot of these folks, you do a Freedom of Information Act and ask for bonds, and you can see a lot of folks, a lot of judges don't even have judges, bonds. They right. put people in jail. Right. right. And they put people in jail. They don't, they're not bonded either. But the thing is, Go get their guns number, their corporation, their court. They have they in the market. If they got a guns number, they are a corporation. That does not make them any different than McDonald's. Now that clown came out and 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 gave you a ticket, pulled out his book, gave you a ticket. You just laugh at him. Go away. Now, if you're a menace to society, yeah, they got a right to stop you if you're a menace, but no. Most times, that's not the case. They are nothing but debt collectors for the court. That's all they are, debt collectors for the court. But the court is not a government. The court is not constitution. The court is a corporation. All of them are corporations. I hope people are listening to me. I'm trying to show you how to be free. Free from them. My car, I got a bond. I went to, I get a, I, I paid $100 for three years on my bond for my vehicle. $100 on the title for three years. You can't tow my car. It's got a bond on it. I got tags for it. I love everything. I got. I even got tags on it with the bond. I'm going to take the car. I got two cars. I'm about to get rid of. 
take them out the system. Surrender the certificate of title. You have to surrender what they gave you for it to be yours. You have to surrender what they gave you and create, and through an affidavit, another certificate or another title, not even a certificate. A certificate of title is a color of law. Remember, certificate of titles are color of law. So you just want other title. You just want to create a title using the same verbiage that was on their certificate, the VIN number, name, all that other stuff. But you put it in an affidavit. When you say color of law, what that be? That means that it's not real. They, uh, they gave you a certificate title. They're holding the title. The state is holding the title. The dealership, if you don't pay the whole taxes on the vehicle, and uh, then they give it to the state, and then you got to register it with the state. So they hold the title. So they're giving you that little green, cute green piece of paper called certificate of title. That if you endorse it right, because you look on it, there's a bond number on the bottom. It's a bond. I believe it's worth $11.5 million bond. Well, if you get stopped by the police or you go to jail or you got a ticket, why don't you submit in the bond? Say pay to the holder and whatever the ticket is, that will give the cost of the bond that they got to take out the bond. You do. You got to do both. You can't put a price on the bond. You can't put a number on the bond. You can't alter the face of the bond, but you can um, endorse it on the back. Pay to the holder and whatever the name of whoever they are without recourse. But then on the ticket, which says how much the, the you know that you got to pay them, you say pay to the order of whoever it is without recourse and then sign it by colon last name comma first dash middle that's how you sign it so so that's how come on your on our check it says pay to the order and you write right in yeah now you can cash it pay to the order but when we give them now, this is something I want you all to understand. This is how you could beat all these folks, um, especially mortgages. We're just going to talk, talk about mortgage for a minute. Um, you sign a promissory note, and it don't matter whether it's a promissory note on the top of it or not. It could just say note. But if you promise to pay them, when you sign it, you promise to pay them. Now, the definition of promissory note is UCC 9-102. Now, Michigan, we got MCL 440.9102. But go to 65. Michigan, I think it's LLL. Under promissory note, it's in alphabetical order, and it would tell you a promissory note is evidence of a debt. Of mon- that you owe monetary money that you owe, it is not an order to pay, and it does not have any amount on that promissory note stating that the bank received money. 
if you get a copy of your promissory note, and I know a lot of you all ask for the promissory note, and they say, hey, we're not going to give it to you. Well, you need to put a lawsuit on them, a lawsuit on them, on that corporation. You sign it. Do they have have them? No. No, the original that that's the one they gave to the uh, you know, because see they put a stamp on there saying pay to the order. Now when they did that, they just made the second. They just fulfilled the second. It is not an order to pay. So they took a promise to pay and stamped it after you sign it, after the notary stamped it, and then they come in afterwards and put a stamp saying pay to the order. And they're using what they call the bears bond. Well, they got all these investors taking that in, signing their name on the top. On the And if you see the bottom part, you'll see the, the bank manager has already signed everything. They've already stamped it and signed it. So anyone else who's holding the promissory note can fill their name in and go to the bank and get the money. But the point is here is this been changed from a or from a promise to pay to an order to pay. And an order to pay means that it is no longer a promissory note. If it's not a promissory note, then where is the evidence that you owe the money? Now, they got a trick that they do in the court, and the judges seem to look over it. Could you bring? Could they bring in a promissory note? They will fill an affidavit out saying that they lost the note. Some of them might know about what I'm talking about. So what do you do? Your honor. The same format that they use in an affidavit that state they lost the note, I need them to do the same format saying that they did not receive any money. With the same format, notary sign, notary stamp, perjury, everything, that they did not receive any money. You're trying to reverse the script here. Oh, they're saying that they lost the note. The question is, did they receive money? Well, excuse me, I think you're in the house, and I think whoever the seller got his money. Somebody, a whole lot of people got paid. The county got paid. The state got paid. All these people got paid. Where did the money come from? Phil, I want you to, I want your honor, I need them to, do the same, using the same format that they use on they lost the note, I want them to put a format stating they never received any funds from this note. And they claim they and what do you do when? And what do you do when they don't? Because uh, these people push back, and that's the thing. We don't know how to fight them. That's what most people don't know how to Because these people just don't uh, give in. You know, you got to now, well, hit Yeah, them, and we know that. Hard. But, but yeah, like I said, the judge is supposed if he's going to accept that, that letter that they lost to those, then he needs to accept the, another letter from them, from you telling them, him, the judge, that they never received any money. 
You can't sit there and do one side and not do every and not do me. You gonna do their side and not do me? What kind of judge are you? That's all I'm saying. You gonna sit there and accept something they have? And I'm telling you, this is what I want them to put in. Another affidavit saying that they never received any money. Wow. That's tough because we know they did because they changed the promise to pay into a order, pay to the order. So what according to the definition. Mm-hmm. So did they change they the promise to pay to a security? Yes, because that's what required. If you look under the uh, congressional records, it has to be security. Or let me give you a law here, people. Another beautiful law. Statutes at large. 48 stat, S-T-A-T, pages 6 and 7. And basically that tells you that's Congress telling people, telling the banks what to do. The deposit. You deposit something, 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 something to the treasury and you will get Federal Reserve notes in exchange for the security. See, they have to give the Treasury a security, not a promise. You can't give them a promise to pay. That's why Federal Reserve notes is not really considered a legal tender because it's a note. A note is an IOU. We got countries out there that won't even accept our IOU use anymore. Don't be bringing your paperless work in here, meaningless paper over in this country, Mexico. You better have a credit card. Do, do y'all have any questions for Myron while we, while we have them here? And uh, if you're stuck on something or you don't understand something, this is the time to speak up. You can call in and push number one. Yeah, and what we do is so any comments. Mm-hmm. Take take and take what I've given you today, and maybe I'll come I'll come back next next week after next every other okay. week, and and then we'll just say, hey, what I said. Any questions on what I put out there? So I know you had a time to look at yeah. look at it and we try it. So I'll come back. Just ask the questions to what we talked about today. Okay. I do have a hand raised here. Um, 843. Better love, sis Bev. How you doing this evening? <laughs> Better love, Eddie. What's up, Myron? How you been, man? Good to hear you on uh, Truth to Power again, man. <laughs> well, you know, she always twisting my arm for something. <laughs> yeah, I used to call him every now and then and harass him. When you coming back, man? When you coming back? Oh, yeah. I got I got some Yeah. I got serious people. I have serious people out here. I'm trying to teach some folks, you know, where they go out and teach me. I won't be like the Hydra. You know, you cut my head off. Fifteen different more will come up and take in my place. You know, we don't have that. <laughs> definitely not talking about what I'm talking about tonight. 
you know, very easy, simple way of getting your house paid off, getting your uh, paycheck increased, getting money at the end of the year. Where you all hearing this at? You know? Well, everybody's not digging for this truth and truth to power information, man, because, you know, that's another reason why things are the way they are in America. You know, nobody is uh, utilizing these right processes. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Constitution binds the hands of the corporations. It's like you're saying. It's not about the people. Just the people got to stay in honest and use it and express it, you know? Yeah, yeah well, both the people... Yeah, thank you. Most people are walking around blindfolded. You know, people, and, and, and think about it. If your birth certificate, when you're born as an infant under uh, 21.7.13.3, number two, uh, states that you are, are the scene of a, of an estate, meaning you're dead. To the, I think people need to be watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> You all did, and you're walking around. They just don't know where you're laying at. My, I just put my aunt in a grave a couple of weeks ago. Just now, they now they can put they can close the close the case up. Everything get closed because now they know where the body is laying at. But in otherwise, another word, we are the walking dead people. You are walking around dead. They recognize that as an infant. You are dead unless I create a living trust. I'm a living man. I create the trust with an EIN number, and I'm operating under it as a living trust. I have my executor. I have my agents that they go out there, and they represent me so they could talk to the dead things. Me? No, I can't talk to nothing dead. That makes me dead. But my avatars can. You got to create avatars. And they talk to the dead folks for you. What's that, like creating an EI, a LLC, an EIN, an entity like that? Well, LLC, EIN, either one, because that limited liability company or just come to a sole proprietary if you buy yourself, you know, because that way everything you spend money on, keep your receipts. Those receipts are gold. Remember, if you give someone Federal Reserve note, it states in uh, HAI 192 that, you can exchange Federal Reserve notes back to gold. So when you get a receipt, in other words, you're kind of getting gold back. They gave you gold with the receipt. Right. And we, we throw away you, the receipts. We throw away the receipts, and that's that's it. That's the money right there. We need to keep our receipts. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. If, if people back in, when I grew up, when my mother and father, when they wrote checks and they would give you your checks back at the end of the month, uh, you'll see on the back of it, it says pay to the order. That's how you knew the check went through. What they didn't know is that they were supposed to return those checks at the end of the year back to the IRS and get their money back. No one knew that. Now, I got an issue that I want to bring up, if I may. I um I had a traffic issue and I pulled over and I did give them that all caps 
uh, contract called the license, I sent in a letter to the, the highway department, you know, stating no join drive and, um, you know, put my fingerprint on it, signed it on the back on an angle, 45-degree angle. But what's bad about it, they still, of course, what they usually do, they sent me a coupon in the mail, and uh, unfortunately, I wasn't thinking, and I opened it. So I don't know exactly what's the next level of what or how I deal with this issue now. I want to contact... Yeah, well, what I what okay. I have done, yeah, what I have uh-huh. done, and I have about, oh, probably about 10 transparencies. I get transparencies. I put on one of them that most people I use most of is this seat. I've been using that lady for my eye. On whatever deal they send me, I just put the transparency on their, on their cover letter, make a copy mm-hmm. of it, make it stick it, and send it back to them. Uh, but... I would put down there in on a court case what I did, and I and I faxed it back to him. I do not accept your offer. I do not want a contract with you. And I what's your fax number? And I faxed it to him. I ain't heard nothing back from that ticket. Uh, you know they ain't sent me nothing else out of there. And after when I asked asked for it, you know, did they receive? They hadn't the ticket hadn't even been processed in yet. She said there's no ticket here. I said well. I'm going to fax you this one anyway. And that's a, a state our corporation and they don't, they don't pay they don't pay me anything, not a penny. So that's so what y'all have about, to understand. You know, a, lot, a lot of people are afraid that okay, if you don't go along with what the courts say, they're gonna put a warrant out for you. So what is a warrant? A warrant is when they have no way of getting your permission to go after your birth certificate and get their money. That's what they want to do. It's all about getting the credit for your birth certificate. You didn't sign anything. That's what the warrant is to bring, to drag you in there so you can sign something or take your thumbprint or whatever, some kind of what they call an adhesive contract where something that you do makes it that good, where you just approve uh, us to go ahead and start charging your birth certificate. That's what a warrant is. If you look at a warrant, I got one for a friend. It didn't even have an OMB number in it, Office of Management and Budget. It didn't have a number on there, which means the president didn't approve that form. I could have made up a, a warrant, my own self. You got to look at the documents that you got. You gotta have an OMB number. Anything that got all your personal information in there better come from the president, as far as being the paperwork being produced. You know, making copies of the paperwork and all that, the forms. But in, like I say, in your case, hey, all I would say is, remember, it's all a presentment. So, they are always making presentments. So can he? Uh... Since he opened it up already, and uh, did they send you how much they want you to pay, Eddie? Yeah, that was on that was on the initial ticket, and you know when I sent it back to them within uh, I think it's seventy seventy two or forty eight hours. I did everything. I was very compliant. Mm-hmm. I sent a return receipt, you know, and all of that. It's just that um, what it said on the document is uh, 
um, I was supposed to have appeared in court, you know, and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure they're just hitting the ball back across the net. But uh, I just don't know the next procedure, what I need to do in reference to it. Can he just pay to yeah. the order or just pay it off? Because he want to just do it that way. That's, yeah, that's the way you could do it. But see, then you're playing their game. You know, you're admitting okay. something when you start giving someone right. money. I, again, okay. I'm not contracting with you. I, I'm not contracting with you. And get their EIN number. And when you address them, you address them as being debtors in possession or nominees. And say, if you take money out of my estate, I will report you to the IRS under as identity theft. If you take anything out of my Social Security, I will report you to the IRS under identity theft. Because I didn't give you permission to go to my social. And don't he need to to write that letter to the head judge? Because that's the one that's bonded. The rest of them just clerks, right? Yeah, you should be addressing the chief judge of that court. You should be addressing the chief judge. You actually, you remember, you worked with the attorney general, the state treasurer, and the secretary of state. Send them all copies, too. Let them, let everybody know I'm not hiding what I'm doing. You are who you are. You are a corporation. The secretary of state has you registered as a corporation in this state. The attorney general... He could he could be your legal representative. In Michigan, we got a law where your attorney general they appoint you with, with a representative. You can say, nah, nah, I, I want the attorney general to come in as my legal representative. Mm-hmm. He, he's his trustee, isn't he? His trustee. Yes. He's a trustee, just like you. But your your job and their job, the the attorney general, the state treasurer, and the secretary of state, and you is to protect the estate from trespassers. So if someone say you owe money on the estate, what makes it, what does what does that make them? Somebody says I owe money? Yeah. What does that make them? Sure. They violating this they they talking to the entity. They're not talking to me, right? Exactly. So, what are they doing to the entity? What are they? What? Uh, what do? Are they? How they became? Remember, I told you what. The, what y'all four people supposed to do? Protect the estate from what? Uh, of the estate. Yes, I, I didn't hear that part, Myron. Respectfully. Okay, you are to protect the estate from trespassers. They are trespassing when they say you owe something. The only person that's supposed to charge you is the trustee. You all are. And you didn't you didn't say you owe anything to anyone. These are outside corporations. Remember they are not government people. They're not government. They're McDonalds. Quit letting them clown you. Right. But if they trust if they trespassing, then you need to alert the attorney general. Yeah, because you must remember that they are violating. You're going to take them, you're going to do a lawsuit against them because they um, 
out, out, out the taking clause, the other um, no, Fifth Amendment, they're taking stuff from you, your freedom, your time, whatever, um, and that's what you're going to be getting them under because they're unconstitutional. This, this, this police officer isn't stopping you. You have to file a claim against him. You will get the money because he's not constitutional. He's already violated one item just pulling you over. So you have to file a claim against him under uh, under the county. And it's, for, it's, under, it's under the taking clause. They're taking something from you. Your freedom. Right. Okay. So you are now, being that I, a Go ahead. Yeah, I was I was looking up uh somebody told me something about bonds for the win, but um I was looking up these things, but being that I opened this envelope, I think uh there's not a, necessarily a date on it, but it's just giving me a lot of uh basically threats. If I don't pay it and all of these things, you know, about all of these things that's going to happen. And just like what you're saying, you know, my vehicle is registered to the state and all of these things, so I really don't necessarily own it. But I definitely would like to, you know, get some of that bond, you know, get some of that currency like you're saying, you know. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who owns the vehicle. If you got insurance, we all have to have insurance. And insurance comes to us, not to the state. It comes to us. So, you can put a bond on there if you go to, again, this place online called Surety Bonds Direct.com. Surety, S-U-R-E-T-Y, B-O-N-D-S, D-I-R-E-C-T dot C-O-M. And... I'm in Michigan, so you'll be able to go in there. He's going to ask you what state you're in, and you tell him what state. You're going to look for a vehicle title bond. So something that says vehicle title bond, that's what you're looking for. I know they got a bond for the dealership, but that's not the one you want. You want a vehicle title. You're going to buy on the title of the vehicle. And then the next section would say you want how much you want to pay sixty five hundred from zero to sixty five hundred sixty five hundred to twenty five thousand twenty five thousand and up so you you that's liability because all you all anyone needs in any state it don't matter what state you're in you have to have liability it protects the people in the car that collision and all that other stuff. Don't even worry about it. You know, the car get oh, off, smashed yeah. up, you, you get you another car. But this insurance is for three years, so you pay one. I had uh, a lady do it earlier today for $50,000, and she's paying $150 for three years. That's it. One time, 150 for three years. I paid 100 for mine because I got 6400 6500 because I'm a veteran, so I know I won't be taken care of. And I hope whoever's in the car with me, that 6500 will cover them. But nonetheless, I don't usually have that many people in my vehicle. But the point is, 
There are people who's paying okay. three hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they rip you off. So, so Mari, can't he um, send them the law when he write to the judge and send them the law stating that he has the right to drive, to not drive, to travel? Yeah, uh, you know, if that's what he that? wants to do. But you, they, they, remember, they don't follow the law. They're not under the law. Well, I did, I did that for a ticket. I did that for a ticket. I didn't have to, a two hundred some dollar ticket. I didn't have to pay. Okay. I guess it Why depends not say that it on who you're dealing with. Yeah, it depends on who you're dealing with. Do they do they think you're knowledgeable yeah. enough to get out of it or not? My thing is, I don't. I'm not supposed to be in your courtroom. I'm not coming to your courtroom because you're yeah, right I wasn't going to. Yeah. I, I'm not, right. and you know me. What 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 do I have to tell them? What what is it I have to tell them? I quit. You only want my all cap name and my social. I quit. I don't have those any longer. Now, if you do use the social as a beneficiary, I'm going to report you to the IRS as a beneficiary. You trying to you taking money out of my estate? But I am not the agent any longer. And I want so it yeah. I, just, I just want to wait, Myron. I just want to tell the people in 13 more minutes, we'll be off the internet, but we'll be on the phone. So if you want to, if we go over, because I do have some more calls, um, you can listen to the rest of the show on the phone. And the number is 323 323- Six four two one five eight six and push the number one if you have a question or comment. Go ahead, Myron. Yeah, I'm just I just saw a problem ten years ago, over ten, well, a little less than ten, 2014. How, just just resigning for what? So now I don't receive that. The Michigan job description is MCL four five zero dot one two four six. That's my job description. My job description as an agent is to promptly forward whatever bills I get to the manager or director of the corporation. That's my job, to promptly forward it, and that's what I did for a year and a half. But Michigan law has also said that I had to send it to the registered mail. Well, hell, that was $18, and I was getting a lot of bills. That was $18 I was paying, so I just quit. That's why I quit. But but, but before, I just forwarded to, if it was a money issue, the treasurer. If it's a legal issue, the attorney general. If it's something that needs to be courting, to the secretary of state. That's what I forwarded because it's at their last known address. So when I saw that last known address, then it must mean... It's going to be different people. But Michigan law, MCL 450.1246. And, you know, also sometimes, sometimes, like Myron just gave you the Michigan law, if you put that in your search engine and then you put the city that you're in, a lot of times that that law will come up that's in your city, the same law. Yeah, a lot of times. Every, it works every, that 
Yeah, every corporation mm-hmm. has to have a registration. Every corporation has a, 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 a listed registered agent that's filed because anyone who have any complaint against a corporation is supposed to send it to the registered agent, and then he will properly forward it to the person who can deal with it. So it's not something new, that registered agent. I know we want to go with the CFO and the CEO of the corporation, but sometimes, you know, again, like you, you ain't hear nothing from the CEO and CFO, Beverly, in your case. You don't ever hear from them. Maybe they send it to the registered mm-hmm. agent and let him forward it to somebody. That's what they do. They send right. it to somebody else. Yeah. yeah, because it's like what you're saying, that, that um, agent that gave me the coupon, this uh, statement that I just got, his information is not even on it. You know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it doesn't say the state of on there because, you know, I, that would make it kind of easy also. They're just dealing with the courts itself, you know. Yeah, well, go go to Dun and Bradstreet, and I think if you just got the address and the state and the phone number, they might come up. They will email you their uh, Dun and Bradstreet number. Because see, you have to understand. I use them like they use us. If they, if we don't do what we want to do, they go and put it on our credit report. Dun and Bradstreet is the credit report for all corporations. So if you send them a, a lien, let's say I file UCC one on that corporation and you send it to Dun & Bradstreet, they will see that these people got a lien on them, and that's not good when they requested money and someone's looking at their credit report and it shows your lien on them. That don't look good. That that might deny them millions of dollars for your couple of hundred dollars on a ticket. You know what I'm saying? That's, they can't have exactly. They can't allow that. That's a beautiful procedure, I, so I do that, and I, um, uh, what does it call it, traverse, you know, I go after their bond for, for just like what you're saying, for that assault also, right? You know, yes. even if it's just for $20,000. Yeah, whoever the CFO is, CEO, you go after their bond, but you put the corporation and put their guns number after that. See, when you put, when you, I use it, I call it scare tactics. When you do want a notary protest against them, the second letter is a uh, opportunity to cure. That's when I stick in that UCC one and I put a draft on there and I put it's got two debtors. One is the first one is going to be the CEO, CFO, one of the one or the other, and the second debtor will be the corporation and their done number. And then as far as number three, the uh, uh, Secure party creditor, that would be some trust, not my name, some trust that my name is under. And then in box number four, whatever I owe for for collateral, I will multiply it by three. And then on the last line in box four collateral, I would state there will be no retaliation when I get paid. Mm. So I think I got everything covered because they give you a check and then they come after they come after you and ask you. Oh no no no, you're not supposed to retaliate. That's what you said. That's what I'm gonna tell you. That's what I told you. So you're kind of closing the door it's, on that account, right? Isn't that what, uh, what, 
Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Now, I was just going to say, isn't that what without recourse means, too? When you sign and put without yeah, recourse. No, 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 yeah, no. no. I, I'm not sure about that. That's a good point. I see okay. it all the time. Okay. I really never really look into it. Okay. But, but the beautiful thing about, right, stating it the way he said it, you know, if they send you that, that uh, check, that establishes a contract and an agreement. Well, I guess either way, really, you know, I'm just learning these things overall, but I'm just saying, you know, uh, if you make it plain, even though, you know, legal terms and, and the common terms, you know, don't necessarily mean the same thing, but, you know, it's a lot of trickery. I'm saying that wordsmith stuff is something else. Really, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's how they and I found, it all I the found, time. I found a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They will, as soon as you sign the check and you go outside the bank, they're going to arrest you. Uh, I would personally, I would never get a check from anybody. You give them a routing number, account number that you want them to deposit in because he who signs it and endorses it is the one that's liable. Mm. So if you want some funds, if you get funds, make sure it's a direct deposit in the routing number and account number at your bank. Wow. That way, you're doing is writing a check off of the deposit. You're not endorsing anything, so therefore they won't be coming after you. But they wait for people to bring in, a, come in and sign, bring in the check, sign it, and the police is right outside the door waiting for you to come on out. Mm. Wow. <laughs> but if they deposit in the bank, right? If they deposit in the bank, what was your honor? They, they still want to put the money in the bank account, not me. So why would they be trying to come after me? That's right. We, that, like you said, that's an agreement. You the positive. You, that's an agreement right there. What are you coming after me for? Let me, right. uh, open wow. this other, let me open this other line up. Uh, Philadelphia. Good evening. Um, I just want to make a comment. I had two comments. I, one I forgot, but I, I wrote it in the chat mm-hmm. room. And there was a comment that was interesting. Um, I think, um, Mr. Rice, that you mentioned how, um, you know, to have a business card, you know, with, I guess, your – you mentioned have a, a business card with um, – uh, was it with your company name or, or your um, when you established yourself as an entity? I met, well, actually, well, I kind of, I don't say I kind of know, but, well, you've heard of the Rothschilds, right? The the, the Rothschilds that's been around, like, for yeah, centuries. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I actually met, the first time, I, I, I know one of them, but they live outside of, Really, I think that was in Delaware. But um, I actually I met him, uh, him and his wife, um, one of them um, in the Philly area. And the first time I met him, because at first I thought it was funny, but a friend of mine said, you know, he was legitimate. And I actually had conversations with them numerous times afterwards. But the first time I met this Rothschild family member, he gave me a card. It had the coat of arms. The Rothschild coat of arms on his business card. 
Mm-hmm. So it was interesting mm-hmm. when you met, um, you know, as far as to have a business card, you know, with, you know, that particular identity. And I, it just, I, it, I, it just reminded me like 10 years ago when I met, you know, this Rothschild family member. First thing he gave me after we introduced ourselves, he gave me a business card with the Rothschild coat of arms. Well, we believe it or not, you have a coat of arms too. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Beverly got yeah. one. I got one. Uh, we uh-huh. have our own coat of arms. You can sign your own coat of arms. But I was saying when I said business card, I was talking about the police officer that pulled you over. He got a business oh, okay. card too. So that proof he got. He's in a corporation. And I mm-hmm. understand, although I haven't heard, got any. I haven't talked to my my stepdaughter about a police officer for to have a, a their bond number on the back of their badge. And I haven't verified that yet. But if you, mm-hmm. they probably have a bar number on the back of their badges, you know, police badge. Mm-hmm. But they're supposed to have business cards too. Which are, again, we're just trying to let them know I'm not part of your corporation and you are unconstitutional. You, mm-hmm. violate, you violate my life, liberty, and pursuit, my happiness with driving without you asking me. Therefore, I'm going to file a lawsuit against you. Right. So the reason why I mentioned Rothschild because when I met this guy, I mean, it's like it remind. It just seemed to me when he gave me the, his business card or his card and had the, his family coat of arms, it was like it reminded me. I was wondering whether did he do that or did he have that business card to identify that he and his family they're a corporation, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that's what I do. I have cover letters, and one side has got Michigan symbol. And the other side, at the top of my letter, my cover letter is my uh, my my shield, my my uh, mm-hmm. crest, right? Mm-hmm. I, my crest. You know, to let them know. Excuse me, this is not an average Joe here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that that's that's when I first saw his card, I was like, whoa, you know, because I've seen like coat of arms before, or whatever. But when I've seen that, you know. And I didn't ask for it. He just like, oh, my, you know, I'm so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. He's, boom, gave me the car. I'm like, whoop, you know. But it just reminded me that it probably signified that, yeah, you know, I'm a corporation and I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. Versus, yeah, I have a business, you know, but I have a standard business car which identifies, you know, my company name, my name, you know, address, what I do, blah, 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 you know, like any other registered business. But... You know, I mean, it, but it doesn't, my business card doesn't say, well, hey, I'm a corporation, but it was just the fact that this person identified his personal self, you know, as a corporation. I just thought it was interesting when I heard you mention that, so. Yeah, well, you need to find your coat of arms. You got a coat of arms, too. You got, well, how I can't remember. Yeah, how do, I mean, how do I find, I mean, I thought when, when the Europeans or whoever, when they had their coat of, when they created a coat of arms, it had to do with their bloodline or lineage. I don't, you know, yeah. I mean, me. Yeah, and there's, place, there's a place that I find it for you. It's just your coat of arms. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm black and I'm, like I said, I'm, or Negro or of, this, you know, color descent. I'm very You're proud indigenous. of that, but like You're all indigenous. of us, you know, but like all of us, you know, like for example, I have a, my father has um, his background is really um, African, but basically Middle Eastern. 
So my I my thing is that, you know, um, how would I find out what my coat of arms is if, if I have some African, Ethiopia, Middle Eastern, I guess, you know, then, of course, you know, the white, you know, because it's all oh, that crap. But, I mean, with all, <laughs> you know, we all have different lineages. So how would I identify, like someone who have different lineages, how would they identify their coat of arms? Um, there's a place that will find it for you. Beverly, do you remember what you did for yours? Because I can't. Someone found mine for me. Yeah, I, w- I got to find that website I went to, and I I have to post it. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Someone Myra, found mine. Myra will be back on, not next week, but week after next, I think. Uh-huh. I got to look at my schedule. But anyway, when I come back on with Myra, I'll post it in the, um, or either when I find it, I'll put it on here. I'll put it on this page. So go back to mm-hmm. the page yeah. and look. And you I'll can put it, it on your letterhead. Yeah, you put it on your That's letterhead what I do. and your, on your, and your business card. And your business yeah, card. You know, yeah, interesting. you can shrink it. Yeah, it'll be interesting for me how, you know, how I can create or, you know, find out exactly, you know, my specific coat of arms. That'll be interesting. Yeah, we, we, we all came from some I'm black, purple, don't matter. We still came from some honorary group of people, you know. We were oh, well, definitely. And stuff. Yes. They, 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 these white folks were nothing. You know, they were created in a lab, just like white mice are created in a lab, and they got all you know, in Africa, and then they got all upset because they were different, and we had to kick them out of Africa, and they went up north and became Vikings, barbarians, and stuff, coming back down to beat us up because we kicked them out. This is this is the way history is, it says. And, yeah. But we all were from royalty. They were nothing but some, a creation out of a lab. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and they, they know it. You know. And they knew it. And they hate it. And, and everyone they knows they hate it. When, 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 I was, I, I, when I was in the Middle East, um, it was really interesting. Um, so I went for business. But, you know, of course, I, you know, had a chance to talk to a lot of people. It, it kind of opened my mind out a lot. And actually, as a woman of color from America, I felt like home. They treated me like family. Um but one thing I I was I had I hired a driver because um, I didn't want to rent a car and drive and get any issues driving in the Middle East as a woman. But um, he was from well then he was well he was from Pakistan and we we were just talking just you know he was he was like my tour guy real nice guy but he mentioned to me he said you know what see I mean he knows you know black American whatever. And he told me, he said, you know, he said, he said, we here in the Middle East, and actually I was in the United Arab Emirates. I was supposed to go to Saudi Arabia, but I didn't have a chance. But I was in the UAE. And he mentioned, he said, he said, we here know that the black woman, meaning like the black woman in America, you know, he said, you people are the strongest element in the entire world, and we know that. He said, a lot of you guys don't know that. But we know that. And I do believe that, too, that they know they know that the um, the blacks here 
in the United States or from the diaspora that, you know, that we were different than everyone else and that we're a special, we're special people. They know that and they respect that. The problem is a lot of us don't know that. But, but a we lot don't of us, everyone else in the world knows that, you know. I want to ask you a question, sis, if I may. Why uh-huh. do you think the world wars didn't start until they subdued this landmass called America? Why do you why do you think that? That's something to consider, isn't it? Let, let, repeat that. You said why didn't the war war started until why do you uh, think why do you think the world wars didn't start until they subdued this landmass? Um. Could it be spiritually and subconsciously because of us, because of the fact that um, us as being part of diaspora were just brought here forcefully and it was like a spiritual? And I'm guessing. No, I no, no, no. See, there you go. No, 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 no. We are indigenous to this landmass, just like what those people told you in, a- in the Asiatic nation, that this has always been the empire. That was their way of saying that. Uh, see, you're pondering instead of going with your spirit because you had already said that there's something about this land, and that's, that, that's your spirit talking to you. No, I the said world something about us as people. Yeah. The people are the no. land, love. We, we the people are the land. Why do you think? I might, just take, you, I might just take things a little bit too what? deep, but I'm just saying. No, the I reality think, no, is I, I, what, why you know. That's how mm-hmm. come. Wait, why? Why you think when we when they bury us, what do we do? We turn back to dirt. Well, no, we I mean that land. that's just a natural composition. I mean, I mean that's a biological, you know, sense of composition as far as our bodies. When we die, we turn back into the elements of you know of earth. Okay. Um, well, let me give it to you like this. All um, of Asia, Asia Major, Minor, Africa, all of that is under under Europe, right? So once they took control of the European nations, Europa, they wanted to come to America. Okay, you could blame it on because of the Moors were put out of Spain, supposedly, but the fact mm-hmm. still remains. They came here to the empire, to the Americas. If yeah, you, you come up to Europe. If you put in or- Google, huh? You're, talk, you're referring to the Europeans com, uh, coming over to America. No, they were yes. black folks. No, black no I was just saying what he was saying. Are you referring? Okay. I, all right. Go ahead. Go, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just emphasizing on the fact that none of the world wars, nothing really started until they subdued this land. If they came here in 1492 and uh-huh. uh, the Civil War was in the 1800s, the World Wars didn't start till the late 1800s and 1900, World War One and Two, right? Correct. Okay. So that's something to consider. Don't necessarily okay. look at uh, color or any of those things. Just look at the timeline when things happened. And who's uh-huh. the original people? See, we were told we're African-American, just like what you said. You're in another country, and they're telling you how important this land is and the indigenous people of this land, and they're talking to you. You're a melanated right. I, individual. So they, I, I, yeah, right. but I, I, see, I don't consider myself African-American. I consider myself American. That, 
I, I don't even consider myself African. I don't. I mean, personally, I, 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 I don't. Most of us um, that know don't either. I always tell people know. I'm not an African. Elon and Musk said he's an African-American. And, and, and not only that, I mean, even though, yeah, my father's people, they, they came from the Middle East and settled, you know, the Caribbean and here. But not, even outside of that, because my mother people, even DNA, my mother people, like, so my mother, my mother could trace, my, my mother people could trace their genealogy back to the 1600s here in this country. 1600s. I'm sure it's probably even go back further. But nevertheless, I have a lot of friends who are from Africa, like Nigeria and, you know, Ghana and Gambia, whatever. And they've always said to me, because, you know, after we, you know, talk and they, you know, you know, get along, they'll say, Glennis, I don't understand why you call yourself African-American. I said, I didn't call myself African-American. I said, maybe Jesse Jackson did. I said, I don't consider myself African. Because they would say, well, we don't, and I've had a lot of my African friends from four or five different countries. You're not African. Why why do you call yourself African-American? I said, I didn't call myself that. And I said, no, I'm not African. And you're correct about that. And I said, to be honest, you know, I'm not going to say I don't want to be African, but I said, I'm proud to be who I am, <laughs> okay? I don't have any qualms. Then they kind of look at me like, oh, oh, you know. And I said, number four, I said, number four, everything that we do as a people here, you guys copy as well. You, you know, you, co- you emulate everything we do anyway. So I, I, I you know, I have, I'm satisfied with my people, my culture over here. And no, I'm not African-American. But even other people, the Africans, they don't acknowledge us as being African-American. They think that, huh, who are they? I said, well, you got to talk to Jesse Jackson and his crew about that. I had nothing to do with it, you know. So, and, anyway. And, uh, and, Eddie, and, Eddie, I was always told that we were indigenous people because indigenous, in means no. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I was told. Mm-hmm. And another, um, and let I'll me, let me bring this. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead, go ahead before I open this other line up. Go ahead. Okay, just one, just one other thing, and I and I'm done. Um, I guess since we're talking about this again, I you know I, I ha- I'm self-employed in my own business, and of course I'm female and woman of color. I hate and and to me this is a curse word. I hate the term, and it's to the point where you know I have to be certified and blah blah blah. I I. I um, have dropped my minority certification. I hate that word. Minority means minor, and I, it's, to me, it's a curse word. It's, it's like people are looking, when they say it, a lot of black people who are in business, they use that term minority as endearment. I'm like, have you looked at that word and see that it's a curse? Even as a business person, that means they're only going to give you at the most um, five or ten, fifteen percent of this contract. I'm scrapping. I'm not even using that term because I deserve to get one hundred percent of whatever I want. By you claiming that word as minority and you use it as a badge, you are actually putting self curses on you and your business. And I, I and I'll leave it like that. I just want to get your opinion on that, and then I'm I'm you know I'm done. Well, from the law, minority means that we don't understand, and that's what with Myron. Are you still here? Oh yes, I'm listening. 
Myron, what do what do minority mean lawfully? Well, it it basically, it all had uh, nothing to do with color. Through that process, they say you can't handle your own finances. That's basically that yeah. someone else has to take care of you. Um, and until you authenticate your birth certificate and surrender it back to the Secretary of State again, then, you know, and that follows under uh, Minnesota Rule 220, or I call it Myron's Rule 220 because I got a certified copy of it and put an affidavit on it and make it my law. That's that's part of my foreign corporation. Um, you have to surrender back to them because they gave you a certificate of title called birth certificate. You have to perfect it. As I told you, UCC uh, 9-303 by authenticating it and registering it and give it back to the state. Now you, you are new and improved. You are considered an age of majority now. Now you're part of the majority. But I know we minorities here, they use it in this country to really to hold you back. And as if you got gifts, they're going to like, it's like they're trying to give you something, but, right. you know, you, 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 yeah. it's not that they give you nothing. Everything is due to you. But, but people don't understand, even especially down in Louisiana, even here in Detroit, we got a street called Mound Road. There used to be a mound there. that, that It looked like a pyramid, but they couldn't, They when they got separated, I guess the flood separated us from Africa, where the whole world got separated with the flood. But right, there are some right. places, especially in Louisiana, that has a lot of pyramids that, that was that people used to bury their people in. Mm. And they found when they went in there, they got mad because they found these people that were in these pyramids. These bodies were older than Adam and Eve being predicted. They didn't want people to know about that. And that's in Louisiana. Yeah, we've been around a long time, folks. Right. What about the pyramid in the Grand Canyon? You could even look up uh, the war. We really need to start looking at the wars that took place on this landmass, just like prime example. It's, I don't think it's any coincidence that Mr. Trump uh, has an estate in Mar-a-Lago. That was a big skirmish that took place in the bottom of Florida, in the bottom of America. You know, you could even look up uh, the, um, the Gullah Wars. There's just so many wars that took place. These were indigenous, uh, I apologize, indigenous people. You know, Anatontan people of the Americas that fought against, you know, those people that came over here, the Slavics and all of that. There's, there's a lot of things that we choose not to research because there's nobody that don't look like us responsibility to share any information with us. You know, that's what we need to start considering also. We need to get these facts for ourselves. Let me uh, bring in another person to the mound table. Okay. 
let's let's say you you decide to go ahead and flip and pay the fine. You can always be like too short and blow the whistle form two eleven. You can also do a an IRS form one four. I forget what it is, but affidavit of identity theft. There, there's a few things you can do. You can pay it and just be done with it, move on with your life, get your EIN together, and be on your way to happiness. But once you figure out how to transfer those tax credits into that bond, <clears throat> that bond is uh, transferred into your trust, you're pretty much going to be golden. You're going to be able to do a lot of things with that. And when you get to that level of understanding, all the studying you will have done will put you on that uh a, a, a firm standing on that foundation. So just keep doing what you're doing, Eddie. You, you, you ain't doing nothing wrong. Um, I mean, we we all have to come to this new understanding, you know. The dynasties have been broken up because of those wars. You know, a lot of these lands are still mound-building cultures from long ago that no one talks about. So everybody's on point with what they're saying this evening. Keep studying keep organizing and the further we get up the ladder you know we start coming back to these circles and <clears throat> flipping silver coins to one another or something to that effect so that's all i have to bring to the table i'm sitting here listening i'm learning and mm-hmm. i've lost a lot of that fear and taking that you know put one foot in front of the other you know and just making it happen as best i can with what i have but it's definitely worth reading and being bored to death with reading what you're reading <clears throat> and um, just keep your head up and know that this is all good stuff. So that's all I have. Thank you. Appreciate it, Sister Beth. Well, thank you. Appreciate you, Uncle Rice. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. All righty, y'all. Well, thank you, Mr. Myron. And um, Myron, where can they contact you? <laughs> Well, I have to say, actually, because usually the contacts I get is like beginners, and I, I, I really can't deal with those. Oh, okay. Um, at this point in time. Yeah, you're on the college. Yeah, this, this okay. once in a while. Right. Well, this, they just have to listen to you on the show. they just going to have to follow hey, you hey, when now, now, you come now, now you got it. Yeah, let me get some intelligent okay. questions in, and maybe then I know we can – we can branch out because we need. I, I need to create some leaders, you know, and and I can't mm-hmm. do that going backwards. You know what I'm saying? We need leaders right. out here to let these people know, you know, quit being scared. There's nothing to be scared of, but our worst enemy is ourselves. No one else but right. ourselves. Say that again, Myron. Say that again right there, please. Say that again. Our worst enemy is ourselves. It ain't, it ain't something external to you. It's what's internal. Scared of what? They go, they, they, you know, we we don't live in a an age where they, they hang blacks anymore. And I, I mean, if they do, they don't let us know about it. But I'm just saying, you go up against these corporations, and that's what they are. They're not a government. They're not constitutional. If anything, they should be scared. There should be scared. We start doing, yeah. Don't do the tour. Go ahead. I need to Yeah, no, don't don't do the talks because that's statutory. That's their rules, their laws. They've been doing it for hundreds of years, ripping people off. Start doing the the lawsuit and and 
against the county, um, making uh, complaints. You got to you have to document a controversy between two people. A controversy. You need to complain. Write write that down. The complaint and the taken laws, which is the Fifth Amendment. We're not being rightfully uh, justified. You know, we're not getting what it costs, you know, what what we what we really valued is when they take our private information. You know, we have to learn Let me to add. sign sign your signature and put a hundred thousand dollars underneath your signature because that's what you charge. That's your private item. Those just belong to you. So charge them. We don't and we give them everything for free, for nothing. You charge them for the all cap name, the address, anything they you dress you with belongs to you. Charge them for it. They when they take it from it, us free and they get paid off of it. Oh my God. You said it. You said it, Beth. You said it. Let me add one more person before we go. Uh seven oh eight. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Much love. Greetings, Eddie. How's the family doing? Oh, the Eddie. Well, oh, great, great. I got five on. Peace, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that five, as Brother Rice said, uh, yes, you can't be scared because the real enemy is not knowing the inner me. And that's five. Mm-hmm. Inner me and inner me. If I don't know what's inside of me, the inner me, that's the real enemy. It's not coming from the outside. Because everything, and I love the family because everybody's staying in their lane. And their lane, <laughs> you just on your square. And we giving useful information, see, because, again, the information gives you what they consider rights. That is our rights. The information that we acquire, if we don't have the information, you ain't got no freaking rights because you don't know nothing, see. So this is what we have to keep and continue doing, giving the information that we have in our own lanes, on our squares, that's useful for each and every one of us. (laughs) But the key is, on the reverse side, we got to apply what we've been given with the information that we hear. With that family, peace and love, and continue doing what you're doing. I love you. Thank you, Eddie. Better love to you. Peace and love. Peace love. Well, Just, I want uh, to thank you. Can I everyone. add one more thing briefly? Go, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say this. Uh, I have a friend who's melanated. Most of his family is from Maryland and uh, Massachusetts. Um. A friend of ours told him he to research his ancestry. He put his name in Google, and he said ancestor or something like that. 
a man with the same exact name as his, first, middle, and last, registered their coat of arms in Britain in the 1600s. Now, he didn't look in deep enough to look to find out where that man came from, but everybody knows when somebody goes into another country, they put that country on notice that they are there conducting business or whatever the case may be. But he don't want no parts of any of this reality of freedom. You know, he he studies the Bible and breaks it down. But, you know, it says know thyself in chemic, but it says in the Bible, study and show thyself approved. Honor thy mother and father. But, you know, I'm just saying, I just wanted to share that to give clarity of who really are the royals. No commoner would go to Europe and register their coat of arms unless they were an important person, dignitary or whatever, from another land. Just that simple. We need to find out who we are innately, just like everybody else in the world know. The Chinese know, the Japanese, Hindu Indians know. We just don't know because we won't study. And that's why things are the way they are on our land, man. Thank you. Thank us. Yes, thank us. Well, thank everyone for uh, giving us your time, and thank you, uh, Myron Rice, and we look forward to uh, doing this again. And uh, until next time, better love, everyone. Okay. What did you say? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was just checking on you. I'm trying to get that contract established. You said two weeks. Okay. You know how we do, brother, right?
Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details.